Sherry's Playhouse proudly presents Anne's Leap. It is a reimagining of the stories told to me by my grandparents. It's based on their fables and stories and letters and uh, diaries and all kinds of information put together into this play. I hope you enjoy it. Sometimes love takes a strange course. In your imagination, see a dark stage. Then two spotlights light small sets, stage right and stage left. Stage right is a typical apartment in Queens, New York City in 1917. It is a slowly, upwardly mobile family with very good furniture from the old country, exquisite and charming knickknacks, and very elegant frames around family pictures. The apartment is nicely decorated, but if you were to enter, you would be able to smell the neighbor's food and hear arguments from other apartments. Stage left is an army barracks from World War I. It is military neat, but a stark room with little bits of home on tables by the bed and hidden in trunks in front of their beds. Stage right enters a lovely young woman just turning 20 years old beautifully dressed for daytime in clothes by her own talented hand. Her hair is golden red and crimped in the fashion of the day. The golden ringlets make her face appear angelic. Stage left enters a tall, handsome young man who is 22 years old. He was never sure of his age because his parents had three birth certificates. He is dressed in the U.S. Army uniform, he looks very elegant, like a dashing Rudolph Valentino. He is sweet and very intelligent, with a great sense of humor. But he is very quiet with his fellow soldiers. He keeps to himself and only answers his superior officer appropriately. Dearest Marishka, I hope you don't mind my calling you that. Our acquaintance is short. I, I've only known you for a few months since we met at the camp. It is strange that they have camps for adults to meet and have fun, but I'm not complaining. I enjoyed it. Swimming, tennis, and fires at night where we all chatted. And I met you. I was able to dance with you, which was my greatest pleasure. You waltzed. Very well. Now, I am in a camp that is not so nice. 
because of military security, I cannot tell you where, but I can tell you that I am not impressed with my fellow soldiers, at least in my company. They are prejudiced and rude, and I really cannot believe what they say in casual conversation. I have lived in New York since I was 10 years old, and I never heard people speak like this. I keep to myself. I do not want to mingle with them, and they seem fine with that idea. I am, though, very lonely here. My sister and friends, and now you, Maria, are so far away from me. So I do hope it is okay to write to you. The letter you wrote me was so beautiful, almost as beautiful as you are, and it gave me hope. If you can, if you wish to, please write me. I will look forward to them in hope. Your affectionately, Arthur. My dearest Arthur. Yes, please call me Marishka. It is so sweet. I love it. I have decided to Americanize my name to Mary. I really have not changed that much. I still eat kosher and dress in my own style. I speak Yiddish, but I do love American books. I cannot get my feel. It is helping me with my English and improving my vocabulary. I love intelligent women in books like Joe in Little Women. I do read anything that I can find. I'm proud to say that, unlike most people in the old country, my parents believe that girls should not only learn to read, but to understand and explore different parts of life through books. Papa reads several papers in different languages and encourages us to do so too. When I have children, I want my girls and boys to be taught the same thing. I know that is not traditional, but I want my children to understand the love of reading. Teresa, my sister, is much more interested in the flicks and reads magazines more than books and makes Papa mad with making dresses and in the style of the movies. I love the movies too, very much, but I love theater more. I love American theater and Yiddish theater. It is so exciting and I would love to go with you if you would like to when you come home. Please, write again, Arthur, and call me Marishka. I love the name. Yours, Marishka. My darling Marishka, you light my heart and make me so happy. And thank you for so the beautiful picture you sent me. I will have my picture taken and send it to you as soon as I can. I am not allowed to wear civilian clothing, so it will have to be in my uniform. We have moved. I like my unit. It is closer to the war. I cannot tell you where, but please keep writing, Mariska. Sorry, I was called away, and we have been working very hard. I fall exhausted into my bones. I do agree with you that girls should learn to read books and understand what they are about. I am afraid I am old-fashioned, though. I would encourage my girls to learn, but I will also want my girls to understand their duties as wives when they grow older. 
common and they can talk about it. I am so glad you enjoy books in the theater too. But I do have to admit I love movies and they are fun. And they help me with my English. Do you not think so? Oh, I, I have to go. Please write yours. Art. My darling Art, it is so lovely that you understand about it. The woman's need for knowledge. My papa will like you, I think. I do wish that you had met him before you left. Please, try to stay safe. I don't know where you are or what you are doing, but I know it is very dangerous. I have been reading the papers. So many people have died in this war, and it has been devastating to England, Australia, and New Zealand. Do be careful. Do your duty, but do not be a hero. I'd rather have you home in one piece. I know what I just said is foolish. War is deadly, but do what you think is right. Please come home. I would like to get to know you better. What do you like to read? I'm reading Christine by Alice Commonly right now. It is a fictional novel, but it is about what led to this war, and it is so scary. I now wish I had not read it. Please, come home safe. Yours, Marishka. My darling Marishka, I promise I am doing my best to come home in one piece. I am sorry I, I can't tell you anything, but I am safe. I can tell you about my dog. He is so fun and sweet. His name is Rex, but it does not fit him at all, so I call him German shepherd with eyes like liquid chocolate. His job is to beg me, and he does up to a point. The poor thing is terrified of loud noises. Anything above a rifle shot scares him to death. He will pull us both behind something, then hide behind me, which I find sweet and charming. With some loud noises, uh, I can't tell you what happened outside my tent. The poor baby hid under my bed. My sergeant saw it and really exploded. He gave me a long lecture about how to use my dog, as if I didn't read the manual, which of course I have, and I refer to it. I do follow it except for one thing. I will not hit this beautiful dog. I can't. Cupcake is such a dear. I just cannot hurt him. I adore him, and I will protect him uh, just as he protects me. Please, darling, do not read about the war. I know there are a lot of books about it, but read something happier. Read an older book, uh, a classic. Read something fun and romantic. And the thought of you being sad. You must go. All my love, art. My darling art, I took your advice. We have a used bookstore next door to ours. I bought three.
read Jane Austen books. Mr. Levenstein is a really lovely man, and he gave me a good price, and the third one for free, since I'm a great customer. Isn't that sweet? Oh, your cupcake sounds like a darling. I agree with you, he is doing his job. He can't help being scared any more than a human does. Why would they tell you to hit such a sweet animal? It makes no sense. Isn't there enough violence right now? I met Mary Pickford today. You know the movie star in the flicks? She came with her mother to buy some fabric for new dresses. But when she saw my rack of costumes for the Yiddish theater, she was instantly attracted and examined everything and called her mother over too. She and her mother hired me to make her three new dresses for her new movie. Oh, poor Teresa. As a movie fan, she was very upset, but I am so excited. Stay safe, my darling Arthur. All my love, Marishka. Arthur, I am so worried. It has been three months and I have not heard from you. We are not betrothed or engaged, so... Papa says I cannot make inquiries. Please, darling, just send me a short note to let me know you are well. Love, Mary. Sorry to have worried you for so long. I was not injured. It was illness that kept me from writing. I had double pneumonia and it really took all my energy. I am so sorry that I could not write and the anxiety and worry that it must have caused you. I did ask the nurse to write to you and tell you that I was in the hospital but I am not sure if she wrote you because they moved to another hospital unit. After suffering for months, thinking only of you as my reason for going on, you were my focus, and I must tell you, I love you. I deeply love you, Mary. Really. 
I do know it is hard to write this after knowing you only a week in person, but I do. If you don't, that is fine. Please keep writing because I really need your words. I have missed them so these last several months. I cannot ask you to marry me yet because I cannot afford all that entails. But I do ask you, if you love me, can we be betrothed? Please. What do you think? I love you with my full heart. Yours only. Art. My dearest darling Art. Yes. As far as I am concerned, we are betrothed. I have not told Mama and Papa. They are old-fashioned. When you come home, you will have to formally ask for my hand in marriage. Papa is an old softie. He will accept the betrothal if you promise to become engaged in the old ways. I did get the letter from the nurse. When I saw who it was, and that it was from the army, I was so scared, and I cried as I read it, thinking of you suffering from that horrible illness. At first, my sister Teresa thought it was one of the horrible Dear John letters we have heard others receive, but when she read what the nurse said, she was full of sympathy and understanding, and hugged me to give me comfort. I took your advice, and I'm reading less upsetting books till the war is over and you are home. Right now, I'm reading The Teen Woodsman of Oz. It is a continuation of The Wizard of Oz. It is wonderful. I can't wait till you come home. I'm waiting for you every day. All my love, Mary. Darling Mary, I almost cried out loud in pure joy when I read your letter, but I couldn't do that, and that wouldn't be the smartest thing I ever did. I am so happy that you accepted my betrothal. And of course, I will ask your papa when I come home. I am a bit worried about our religious beliefs, though. Though we are of the same faith, my family is not kosher. How will we get over that hurdle, my love? I am so glad that the nurse's letter reached you. I have been full of anxiety about it. She was a nice woman. She said my accent is a bit thick, but she understood me and wrote down notes before she wrote the letter. She thought it was interesting that I used New York City slang with my Romanian accent I laughed and I told her I have lived there since I was a child and it is impossible to grow up there and not have the slang seep into my vocabulary. She seemed to find that amusing too. She is from Arizona, so it is new for her except for radio shows. Can you put that Wizard of Oz sequel aside for me? I would love to read it. I had better go. I hope to be with you very soon, my love. All my love. Art. My darling Art, they signed the armistice yesterday. They announced it on the radio. And I hope that means you will be coming home soon. I can't wait to see you, to hug you, and enjoy our first kiss. 
That is a bit presumptuous of me, is it not? That is a good word, don't you think? It was in a book Papa read last month, and I just finished. I love words like that. Please let me know when you will be coming home. Love, Mary. My darling, sweet Mary. I am coming home. I should be there very soon. I will send you a letter as soon as I am demobbed. As far as I am concerned, you can hug and kiss me as much as you like to your heart's content. However, your papa is right. We cannot do so in public. We are not officially betrothed or engaged, but I long to kiss you too. We will find a way to be alone just for a few minutes so we can kiss at least once. As you said, it is our first kiss. It is of the utmost importance. I can't wait to look into those sparkling brown eyes and touch that golden red hair. You are angelic. It will give me such joy. I do not think I can tell anyone, even you, what happens here. It is so painful, and I don't think anyone who has not suffered it should hear it. This is to protect you and your family and my own family. All of us feel this way, I'm afraid. Please, my darling, know that without your letters, I would not have made it through. I have read them over and over again. Love, yours, Art. Oh, my darling Art, I am staring into the eyes of a handsome man in uniform. I love this picture. You look like a movie star. You are in my wallet in the day and on my nightstand at night. I kiss your beautiful face before I go to bed. I do understand you're not wanting to speak of it. My brother Seymour only speaks of the last book he has read and what he did on leave. Thanks to this awful war, this is a generation of men, and women too. The nurses who are at the front, who now have memories they cannot share. It's so sad and unfair that the joy of your youth was taken from you like this. I know we are not rich people, but we have so much good in our community, with music and gatherings and outdoors side of it with the theater and movies and concerts. Think of that, my love. Think of that. Please, call me when you come home. A letter will take too long and I can't wait to hear your voice again. Oh, my love, you're betrothed. Mary. They were betrothed when Arthur came home and after 11 years in 1929, they finally earned enough money to marry and they had a truly happy and long life together. The end.